Hello everybody, this is Jason Smith from 420 Vibes and I'm here to tell you about Uneducated Opinions. Their podcast show is up and running and they are some amazing, amazing people. You have to check out their comedy routines and stuff that they talk about. It is hilarious. I mean, you will absolutely enjoy yourself. Um, So I'm going to post a link to them and check out their podcast because they are great people and uh to all y'all over there uneducated opinions man i'm glad to see y'all doing y'all and uh glad that y'all are doing well and uh feel free to hit me up anytime man showing y'all some love just want to let other people know to you know check y'all out so to everybody check it out and enjoy till then be water my friends ladies and gentlemen you're listening to 420 vibes get your sacks ready roll up Feel the blaze. Light up your days. This is Frankie Fortunato from Uneducated Opinions, and I approve this message. Hello, everybody, and welcome to 420 Vibes. I'm your host, Jason Smith, and I'm coming at you live right now. I'm about to let you know. I'm about to do an interview. So this interview is going to contain some sensitive Material It's going to contain some maybe, maybe some hate things that people might find offensive. Note that this is no way endorsed by 420 Vibes or by myself. This is an interview being conducted, okay? And only an interview. So, please, just know that I am giving you fair warning to skip over this and not listen to this, okay? So, I don't want to hear no hatred because I chose to do this interview. I just wanted to get a perspective on a topic that seems to be all across America today. So, with that being said, the next one that you play and press play on and hear will be the actual interview. I just wanted to give all my listeners a heads up of what's coming. This interview is with a neo-Nazi skinhead out of Tennessee in the United States of America. Okay? So, extreme warning that this is an interview with a neo-Nazi skinhead. Hello, everybody, and welcome to 420 Vibes. I'm your host, Jason Smith. And as I stated earlier, I issued a warning before we even decided to do this. This is an interview and the very first interview that I've ever done like this. Um, I'm here now. I'm not going to disclose this person's name for safety reasons, of course. Um, but I am here with a self-proclaimed neo-Nazi skinhead, part of a group known as the Aryan Kings of Tennessee. Um, I just, with everything being in the news that's race-related, I thought that I would get some perspective and go out here and try to interview some people and find out you know, what they feel about what's going on and just see how things in general are. So, my first question to you, you know, go ahead and introduce yourself first off. My name's Toby. Um, yes, I am a uh, skinhead, you know, neo-Nazi, whole far-right. I wouldn't classify myself as an extremist. Um, I would more of as a uh, separatist, but... Y'all, your question? Okay, and Toby's not his real name, by the way. We issued this name to him for the simple fact of having the anonymous to it, you know. 
So with that being said, um, I guess the first question that I really want to ask is what brought you to this point in your life with your ideology and what was basically what was your tipping point into this lifestyle? Well, see, I didn't really have the best starting off as a child. So I I was starting to run with some pretty rough people and just so happened to be the people around my neighborhood they was they was you know, they was colored. I'll, I'll say that on here, they was colored. And um man me and dude used to run around everywhere and I mean everywhere. We made a bunch of money together and then one day I walked into his house, right, and his family was there. And I was, I was you know, this is after me, you know, having to steal a car to daggone get this mother trucker to safety, right? Right. Well, by God, I, I get that sucker, and then I pick the colored boy up, mm-hmm. and I take him home, and then his mom was like, why'd you bring this daggone cracker in here? I was like, what? And then there's just been countless, countless times just where I've seen blatant disregard, just blatant disrespect, and uh, disconcern for common courtesy, Okay, so what you're saying is, is during your come up, during your childhood, what you've experienced was more or less racism first against you just for you being white, yeah. correct? Yeah. Okay, so you noticed that basically because you weren't a zebra like them and you yeah. were different, that you were an outcast, an outsider, mm-hmm. and never treated as an equal. Okay, well, I mean, that makes kind of sense as to why somebody might fall into the line of life that you have. I mean... I mean, I can kind of understand myself as to, you know, not wanting to associate myself with people that seem to make me feel like an outcast everywhere I go. Um, So with that being said, what do you think about all the shootings that have went on? Um, I mean, which do you think that this violence is necessary for, um, quote unquote, the advancement of the white race and the white man? Or do you feel that this is a step backwards instead of, it being an advancement is a disadvantage to the whole movement that y'all stand for. Sorry about that, folks. Uh, we had a brief, brief interruption, and I, I really, really, really do apologize for that. Um, we're back here with Toby. Um, the question basically was the shootings that had went on do you feel that because of these shootings do you feel that this is a positive thing that is helping what y'all's agenda is which um i mean you can go over that yourself and what you feel your agenda is uh, um with this because every I, I i've talked to a few other people um that have been in this type of lifestyle before personally never interviewed them but i've talked to them trying to find out their ideology and things like that so we'll get into that in a minute but my first question is just the shootings do you think that this is a hindrance at all or do you think that this is you know something that is a positive thing that's going on in the world right now um well no when people die it's never a positive thing uh no matter you know really who it is because it is nature you know because they are here on the world you know 
it is nature. You don't go outside, you know, trying. If you kill a bunch of bugs off, it affects the ecosystem. All right? right. That's what I'm saying. We, you know, it's bad for anything. Okay. But as far as uh, so you're saying for us as a movement, okay. no, not whatsoever, because it's bad enough that we have a prison, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a viewpoint that people think of us as. Mm-hmm. Um, like Aryan Nation, Brotherhood, Pennywise. Like that. that is all, all prison affiliations. That's all uh, so, prison chaplains and everything. So, y'all don't mess with drugs and things like that? No, okay, no. okay. So, that sets y'all apart from Very much. Uh, Brotherhood and uh, the other. I guess what I'm asking is, is y'all aren't a gang then? Y'all aren't, aren't from the prison system? No, no, no. This thing. is our ideology. My race is my religion. Okay, okay. Um, what about the organization? The organization, um, I can't speak too much on it, mm-hmm. but um, if you can give me individualized questions, I can say okay. yes or no. To um, I guess my next question then would be, does your organization promote violence um, against ethnicity for just any reason? Well, see, any organization come together is meaning they're standing up for something. Mm-hmm. Not meaning that they're going to go off and riot and go off and, you know, hurt people and stuff mm-hmm. like that. My intentions are never to hurt anybody. My okay. intentions are to completely just get my point across the table okay. and have someone acknowledge it. And have someone sit there and say, yeah, I see your point. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see what I can't do about it. Right. But I'm also about standing up for yourself. You know, if right. there's a bully on the courtyard, take care of the bully. Right. You know what I'm saying? But... I mean, unless if there's some, you know, colored boy out there slinging crack to my, to some middle school kids out there. So if you saw you gotta, one, you it's like, if, okay, you I, it being you 2019, survive. you know what I'm saying? It being what it is, when you go out and about in town and you see them, you're not trying to go out there with no. ball bats and stuff no, and beat like, on them just because no. you see them. No, like I said, I'm more of a separatist. Okay, well, I mean, the reason why I'm doing this interview, and I mean, I'll I'll let you know, is simply because we get a one-sided, you know, track. We got CNN and NBC Mm -hmm. and Fox, and they spin everything the way that ratings are. This is real information right here. I'm not doing this for ratings. I'm doing this because I really wanted to know and understand why y'all feel the way that you do. Okay, which brings me to one of my next questions. Um, do you feel that in America today that there is any way at all to not um, racism always, is always going to be a thing okay and I know that so I'm, I mean I'm not stupid but is there any way that y'all would feel comfortable and not want to hurt anybody else or even have to think about that is there a peaceful resolution is what i'm asking well see in your mind in my mind there is surviving and there is coexisting mm-hmm. um pretty much all you can do nowadays is move to somewhere where there's a lower you know population of a certain culture mm-hmm. but as a country Mm-hmm. What I think we can do all together is band together and make at least one state, just a one single white state, mm-hmm. that if people with a like-minded ideology can go there and try that out and see how well it works. So basically like the Indians where they have a reservation, yes. you just want your own space where everybody yes. that feels like you can be left alone. Y'all don't want to start no stuff. Y'all just no. want to have your own space away from everybody no, else. But I will. I, I am still a patriot. Mm-hmm. I am a very, you know... Uh, upfront about it, I, I I love America. You know what right. I'm saying. This is I'm born and raised here, 
Um, so I, I'm going to fight for my freedom and I'm going to fight for my rights. Right. You know, all along the way, because that's just my God given rights. You know, right. once I was put down here on this earth by God, you know, if I can do it, I'm going to do it. Okay. Well, um, let's see here. What do I want to ask next? <laughs> I lost my train of thought with that one. Um, I guess my next question would be, how is your daily for you? Because, like, everybody that sees you has to view you with just your ideology. They, they obviously don't see a human being when they look at you. Because from what I've noticed with others and others that I've talked to is it seems like no matter where they go because they're displaying their faith that they get <coughs> hatred. And this isn't just with y'all's movement. This is with anybody that ever has stood up for anything that they truly believed in that went against what others believed. So, um, you know, what, do you, what is it that you really believe in in this um are you what sense are you using that in I mean like okay what do you personally yourself believe that you are going to accomplish yourself in this movement like what is your end goal you know and for yourself and also to answer the other question that was your daily. How are you treated during your daily? Alright, well, I'll answer the daily one first. Um, on my daily, you know, day-to-day interactions with, you know, common people, um, it, it goes pretty well. I'm, I'm very polite to them. They're very polite back. I get a lot of compliments most of the time because of, you know, how polite I am. Now, if I'm in a, you know, pissed off mood, then, you know, you're going to want to get out of my way. And I, it, it'll be the best for you, too. I promise you. But I'm not out to hurt nobody or nothing like that. It's just... not Okay, never mind. It's like... They'll sit there and they'll, they'll be real nice to you. Mm-hmm. But you can't let them get to know you. Right. Once they get to know you, then you're a monster. Right. And once you're a monster, you're dead to them your opinion don't matter they equate anyone that has a uh Aryan so they don't they don't see you as a regular human being once they find out what your beliefs are so you're you're saying that just because you have a belief Tennessee is still part of the bible belt yeah so people still have very I mean I don't know why because in the bible it says do not mix right I mean it's I mean if you would sit there and read you know a thing or two about a thing or two then you might get to know a thing or two about a thing right. or two and I'm not saying Christianity is And he's no what he's talking about in case some some of y'all listeners don't know is he's talking about in Genesis um, where God originally uh, separated all the races and changed their languages and confused the languages and said do not mix with these because they'll lead you astray and there's many beliefs amongst the um, white supremacy culture from what I understand you can correct me if I'm wrong is that y'all believe the, the Christian ones y'all I'm not saying all y'all are Christians I know some of y'all believe in Odinism mysticism and things like that but I'm sure you, with the brotherhood that you're with that I'm sure you know some Christians you know I'm saying that are in this their belief if I'm not mistaken is that Adam and Eve were white and they were God's only creation 
and that the rest of the races were already here. Is that correct? Um. As far as you know, I mean, I I don't, I don't think you're a Christian. No, I think you're more like an Odinist or a mysticist or something. But I mean, can you can you speak on that at all? Or I mean, I used to be, you know, heavy in Christian Christianity. You know, like I said, Tennessee is part of the Bible Belt. Right. I, I was born and raised here. Um, and definitely a bunch of uh, people in my family was uh, racist fucking <laughs> Christians. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know if I can entirely speak on that. Um, but the whole thing about that is that what I thought, you know, what I've learned from, you know, Sunday school and all that mm-hmm. jazz is that I was never taught about anything else. I was just taught about Adam and Eve. Right. I wasn't taught about anything else being there. It never gave no explanation to how those, that how how right. how those uh, other races other races okay. got there. Yeah. Right. Um, which uh, kind of leads you to wonder. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When you don't very have an explanation so. to something, you wonder. Yes. Because in the Bible, I've read the Bible. I'm very versed in it myself. I know that it talks about that God's chosen people were fair hair, fair skin. Yes. Um, if you were to equate that to a, pe- a, a type of ethnicity today, fair hair and fair skin to me, and granted, I mean, I'm not like you, but sounds like to me, sounds like a white person, you know what I'm saying? Fair hair, fair mm-hmm. skin, or maybe even somebody like from Ireland or something, you know, because yep. they're really fair hair, really mm-hmm. fair skin, you know what I'm saying? Yep. It would not be... The, the, the Jews and the yeah, other see, the, races the that claim this. The fair hair mm-hmm. and fair skin of them all is, um, I, I don't want to say, okay, I'll explain it as Aryans, but it was more of in towards the Viking era when these things that you could actually see physical results of, you know, mm-hmm. actually came by, which like was when the, the first blonde blue hair, eyes came in. Blue yes. Eyes. Yes. And, yes. And the RH factor. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay, well, moving forward, um, we've seen how you've been treated in your day. It's not quite fair just for, because you believe in it. Well, but see, I, mean, I, don't, I don't get to know people. I, I, I don't talk to a lot of people. All right. I talk to is my brothers. Right. And that's why, you know, they're my brothers. They're, they've been there for me when I was at my lowest, mm-hmm. and they helped me raise up. I wasn't doing the best stuff I've ever done in my life, you know right. what I'm saying, when I, I met these fellas, but then I, uh, I met them, and then life kind of got a hell of a lot better, you know. I mean, even if you are sitting around somewhere bored or something, you know, just chilling with friends. Right. Dude, you get to bullshit the whole time. So you're saying, now correct me if I'm wrong because I may be misunderstanding. You're saying that before this that you did a lot of bad things on the street. You know, yeah. Drugs, things like yeah. this. Messed well, with gangs and violent stuff. Yeah. And then when you found these guys that are supposed to be violent and vicious, yeah. they calmed you down. This, yeah, well, this is see, what you're beforehand... Saying. I'll give you the whole rundown because, you know, you don't know me. I'll give you the whole rundown. I was uh, running with the crew in Memphis, mm-hmm. right, right off of uh, Lemoyne Meadow Gardens, right at the home of LMG. Right. I was running with them for a while, and then they got me linked up with 1.26, 2.16, you know, blows. And then after that, I kind of did some bad stuff, some really bad stuff in between. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, nothing violent or nothing like that. I'm not known to be a violent person. Okay. I mean, not in general. If you come at me, you know, right. expect to get, yeah, it is what it is, yes. you know. I, I, I'll hold my own and my brother's own. Um, but I'm not a violent person, you know what I'm saying? Um, 
But then after that, I really just calmed down. I quit doing all that crap. Um, a buddy of mine is actually uh, trying to talk me into starting a legit business. It's pretty cool, actually. Um, it wouldn't be my first job ever. It would be my uh, third or fourth. But I've, I've never really worked anywhere but fast food places because I didn't need to. You know, right. it's, it was just... I've only been in this Aryan style, you know, life for four or five years now. Right. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, it's, it's. Okay. So well, I've seen how you've been treated by the regular everyday community. Tell me how you and your brothers interact. Like, how is your daily things with them? Is it peaceful? You know, very peaceful, very peaceful. <laughs> we ain't. We, I mean, we're country boys, but we ain't hellraisers. I mean, on the weekends, don't don't get me wrong, we might get a little more tipsy than we ought to, but um, I don't. We're and we're not, you know, bad off on you know drinking or nothing like that. We'll sit there and we'll have a beer every other Super Bowl or some crap like that. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, on that Super Bowl, it's you know tailgating all the way, bro. You know what I'm saying? Right. But um, not on a day to day basis I'll I mean I'll sometimes I'll just come over to their house and chill and sit there and we'll bullshit for a while you know? so basically it these brothers of yours basically equate to what you would consider more of family than friends well, see, that you I call hang them, out with I them. call them brothers but okay. really how I equate them in my mind mm-hmm. is the family that I got to choose okay. that's how that's how I think friends are is the family that I got to choose right um, I like how you put that. Yeah. Family that you got to choose. Because a lot of us, you know, we're, we're stuck with family members that we don't want a part of. I, I know that on my, my personal love, for myself, um, I can state that. But, uh, okay, well, so it's the family that you never had. And that makes you feel, you know, obviously at peace. Um, it makes you feel very safe, too. To know that you can just call someone mm-hmm. and have them come over to your house, you know, even if like, okay, let's say that you fucking broke something outside, you mm-hmm. know, call, call them up, be like, hey, bro, if you could possibly, could you run over, you know, help me right. know, fix this, work on this, you know, now, okay, now let me, inter- let me interject here. How is that any different than calling a friend when you call one of these Because brothers? calling a friend, okay, me, I equate family and friends very differently. Mm-hmm. For me, if you do something for a friend, then you owe them one. For a family member, it's it's just because they're your family member. Right. The, and as long as they understand that, and as long as they know that I'm willing to do the same for them. So if some bull crap, I don't give a crap if they, you know, some their pipe broke, and mm-hmm. so they gotta go over here and they gotta call the landlord or whatever, and I gotta sit there and I gotta fix the pipe while he's off there doing that. I don't care, you know some little crap because I mean I've, I've been around the block or two I, I've built houses I mean not my entire self you know what I'm saying I've laid right. foundation laid drywall or hung up drywall tile flooring you know I, well, I think you might have missed my question here um, what I'm saying is is what is the difference between of when you call a brother it is like when you call a friend your friend can say no if they want to yes. Do, do your brothers have the same ability to tell you no, or is it a, what I'm getting at? Is it a forced thing, or is it done because they respect you and love you over what a friend would be? You know what I'm saying? Is well, that the reason why they'd be willing well, see, to come and help you? 
with or this, is it just just like the friendship level well, see, of that with this being an organization which you know it is mm-hmm. it's not a gang or nothing we don't go out shooting people you know that's that's right that's the complete opposite of what we want we want to be left alone and stuff so um pretty much they have a choice mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying if it require if it's a meeting or something we want them to be there because you know we'll sit there and we'll be like how's everyone doing does anybody you know if, for the ones that is religious you know if they want to sit over there and you know uh be like hey can you pray for this for me or yeah. you know because that's what family does or they'll sit there and be like hey man can you for me i, I okay pray so to- what i'm hearing is basically is that over friendships and mm-hmm. stuff that people that you would normally call and say hey can you help me sounds like that the brothers might be more inclined to want to do things yes. for you because you're a brother yes. and not just a friend. Yes, very okay, much okay. so. Very much so, yes. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm just trying to understand the dynamics yes. because I know other people may not know nothing about this. So I'm trying to ask a lot of different questions, or the same question in different ways so that I get a full understanding myself. Okay. Um, well... I mean that's actually pretty cool. I mean, you know, at least you got like your own family, you got your own people. Um, you stated y'all just kind of want to be left alone, mm-hmm. which brings me to my next question. I, I noticed you have a tattoo. Yes. Uh, clearly yes. displays your faith. Yes. Um, yes. My question is, is if you want to be left alone and just do you, then why tat yourself up like that for the whole world to see? Well, see, I'm not gonna. I, I was raised country. I'm not disrespectful. Mm-hmm. So this is about the only way that I can think of to be like, hey, you know, I don't want you here. Leave me alone. Or if you're on my property, get the fuck off. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you're basically I'm not using sit this there. as a warning. Yeah, I'm not going to sit there and I'm not going to sit there. And, you know, if a colored boy cuts in front of me, I'm not going to sit there and scream at him and be like, hey, you dirty nigger. You better get the hell out. I'm not going to do that. I'm, they're going to see the tattoos and they're right. going to get the fuck over. Mm-hmm. And if they don't... So you rather let your tattoos and stuff show your faith and your ideology for you so you don't have to verbally speak your mind and yes. cause an altercation out in public. Yes. Okay. And if the altercation happens, then we can sit there and we can deal with it like men. If they want to go to swinging, self-defense. But okay. I mean, I don't... I don't antagonize it. I'll, I'll sit there and I'll speak to them like a man, you know? Right. Because that is what I am you know what I'm saying I ain't gonna sit there like a little fuck boy and get all butt hurt because of something stupid especially if it could wind up me or him going to jail right for life right okay well my next question is is your tattoos are clearly visible like I said um when you're out and about have you had an altercation with anybody from another race another yes. culture yes very much so um, over your tattoo well see that's where it starts getting a little political in, you know, 2019. Right. Um, with the Black Lives Matter movement going mm-hmm. on, it's got all these colored boys hyped up. Mm-hmm. So they feel completely in a disarray. As This is how I think, you know. Right. Um, so they're going to act a, couple, a little bit more ishy. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to say, you know, what I'd fully say, but, you know, a little ishy. Um, so I have had a couple altercations. Uh, one time it did involve me. Uh, it, I did get jumped one time. It was, it was bad. I, he, he got me in the arm, but self-defense is self-defense. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. Um, but, but for the most you... part, they don't, they don't say anything. They, most of them can respect that. Okay. 
And I, that, and that makes me able to respect that. Right. You know what I'm saying? If they can sit there and respect me, so and if be they, like, you're saying if beliefs, they respect your you know, beliefs whatever. and they and don't disrespect you, y'all can just bypass each yes. other as is. There's nobody. Like there. I said, I'm a separatist. Yeah. I, if we have. I'm forced to survive right here. I have to okay. coexist until our government does something about it. Let me cut you right there, um, because you keep saying this, separatists, and there may be some listeners, okay, you have to understand, not everybody knows is these things, so I'm trying to keep it broad. You're a separatist, okay? What is a separatist versus an extremist, you know? Well, see, an extremist is what you see nowadays in well, I don't know if it's completely, you know, if they've said, you know, some of them's fake or whatever. You right. Know, You're talking you about look these, it up yourself. Mosque yeah, these mosque shootings and fake news and stuff. Fake and, news crap. Okay. CNN. I think it's CNN. Yeah. Yeah, CNN. Yeah, and them's been putting out there. Fox News, too. I've been seeing them. They've been a little on the liberal side lately. Right. Um, there's definitely a lot more Democratic parties running. There's also a lot more Republicans, too. So um, it's kind of a head-on-head collision right now. So that's, like I said, where it gets a little uh, political. But right. but in, in, in that sense, uh, these, extremists, like you no, these, these extremists compared to these separatists, they are, uh, the, like I said, they get... They, or what you see out there, you know, they right. or they are what you hear on the news. They'll go out there. Okay, and so these are your. Because they're fed up you, with it. They're you would tired feel of that the stereotypical like ones yes, are more of the extremist type. Yes. Like, okay, basically what I'm gonna say is, is like what you see in movies, they try to portray in real life because they yes. feel that that's the right action to take. Yes, I mean, have if you've ever seen American History X, which mm. I'm sure that most people all probably have, have yes. it was a great movie until the end. You know, it's a it's a halfway movie. Um, see that that they don't portray the actions of a white boy right because I have never seen an Aryan break down like a bitch like that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Not a single one of my brothers would, and I know right. that for a fact. That's that's the difference between cultures. Right. That's that's how I feel. You know. Okay. Um, and that's just that's just goes to show how strongly motivated we are, because this is our beliefs. This is. I like to say my race is my religion because in my mindset that's that's what it is. Right. I believe in portraying the best image of a white boy that I can. So you have a certain moral code yes. that you have to Very live much by. So. Yes. Okay. Um, which brings me to another question. Um, while it's on top of my head, I'll go ahead and ask. Um, since y'all are with an or you're with an organization, you know, known as Aaron Kings of Tennessee. Or Aaron Kings, my bad. I'm, I do apologize for that. You're good. Sorry. Aaron um, Kings of Tennessee. Yes, um, with this organization, I, I assume, like just like with the Outlaws Motorcycle Clubs and all these others, with this organization, I'm sure you have um, some sort of rules or bylaws or something that you have to live by and a code of conduct for yourself yes. out in public. Yes. Yes, I can't go over the exact. Uh, infrastructure okay um, but I can go over certain you know I can tell you their common sense most of them okay that I can tell you right you know um, one that I know wouldn't get me in trouble is you know like don't leave your uh, like if you're with your homeboy and his girl Mm -hmm. don't be in the same room with his girl when he's not in the room right you know what I'm saying that's just common sense crap that's respect right you know what I'm saying that's respect 
and that's that's that goes on to my core uh my core you know attributes you know what i'm saying that's respect plays a big part in people's lives right if you don't have respect then you you're not by your word and if you're not a man of your word then what else do you have you have with you when you go you don't have anything in my opinion but that's just my opinion y'all <laughs> okay um so far i mean like i'm not gonna sit here and tell you that you know i agree with your lifestyle choices and things like that but i can actually sit back and tell you that i can see your point of view and i can understand why people might be drawn into this because from what i'm understanding and correct me anywhere that i might be wrong your brother's your family. Yes. They're there for you when you need them, no questions yes. asked. They're better than a friend because there's no questions asked. Yes. Okay. You have bylaws and moral values that all of y'all uphold together. Yes. Okay. I'm assuming, and correct me if I'm wrong, I'm assuming that y'all keep each other in line if somebody tries to step outside of that, correct? Very much so. See, but there's certain things that we take into play. You know, like if they live in Knoxville, I'd say, you mm-hmm. know. There's a higher population of coloreds there. Right. They're going to have to take more crap from them. You know right. what I'm saying? Because, you know, that's they, you have to coexist. You have to survive in this world. There's We're no good to this world if we're sitting there living underneath a bridge. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's people in the organization that is uh, from all walks of life. Uh, so I, 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 I can't really go into it, but all walks of life. Okay. There's some people that you wouldn't imagine, but still has a political side okay. to okay. it. Let me ask you this then. Just I'm, I'm just going to generalize. Okay. Are some of these people that may in fact be brothers, may they be professional type people like doctors, lawyers, people like this as well? Yes, yes, yes. I, w- I would say so, yes. yes. Okay, so not, y- y'all seen... aren't just criminals out here running no, around. No, 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 no. Okay. We, okay. we do everything legal. But if you back someone into a corner, you know, if a brother is backed into a corner, he ain't got no food. Mm. He's getting $50 on his food stamps. Right. He's out there trying to find work, but he's a, you know, he's a felon. You right. Know, has no high school degree, nothing like that. If he's backed into a corner, I'm going to help my brother. Right. I'm going to do what it takes to help him because that's that's my brother. Right. He would do the same for me. And it's it, it goes both ways because that's that's family. Like I said, that's the family you get to choose. Right. So, exactly. Then this whole whole group that you're part of is way tighter than what most people would have. Um, okay. Moving forward, uh, my next question is: is you say that you're just an organization? Okay. How do y'all? differ from like Crips or Bloods or something like that I mean I, I already see that you talk about you don't do the drug thing so I mean right. I see some differences but when you're out in everyday community obviously you know you, there's a lot of y'all, y'all have your tattoos mm-hmm. they're showing and other people are going to say well look at those gang members you know what I'm saying yes. and I, I already know that's how y'all are getting looked at because I've talked with you for a few days before we decided to do this interview and um, I, I kind of got to see that for myself. Unfortunately, my listeners did not. I wish they would have got to see or hear some of these things um, that took place, but unfortunately, you know, it just is what it is. Yeah. Um, hmm. I mean, 
I got a few more questions I'd like to ask, but I think I'm going to save that for another time and uh, reword some of my questions and uh, come back because you've left me with a lot of information that so far, like I said, I mean, I understand where you're coming from. So we'll go ahead, if you don't mind, we'll go ahead and end the interview. And um, if you would like to come back sometime, I would love to do another interview part two with you and get into some deeper topics. You know, I'll have some stuff wrote out this time for you and I'll let you go over the material beforehand so that you can have a better idea of the type of things that I may be asking. All right. Does it sound all right with you? Yeah. So uh, you agree to another interview? Yeah, sure. Okay. All right, everybody. I'm your host, Jason Smith with 420 Vibes, and this has been an interview with uh, Toby. This, is, Like I said, this is not his real name, so don't go out here trying to find him because you're not going to find this guy by Toby. Poor guy, Toby. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's probably some guy there named Toby, but it won't be that Toby, okay? But uh, <laughs> anyway... With that being said, um, this concludes this interview and this portion. There will be a part two coming out uh, hopefully within the week. Um, So just stay tuned, stay (coughs) listening. Um, I've got more stuff in the works in the future. So just keep it locked and loaded right here. Keep your bowls full of that chronic, that danky dank. And if you don't like bowls, keep your bong loaded, your blunt loaded, whatever it is, man. Keep it loaded. And if you're somewhere where it's violent, hell, keep a gun loaded, too. NRA in the house, you know what I'm talking about? So, with that being said, you know, (laughs) the way I I feel is just, you know, it's violent out here. So, you know, protect yourself and don't hurt nobody on purpose, you know what I'm saying? Just protect yourself if it comes down to it. But, um, as always, I like to end every single one of my podcasts with this. If for any reason anybody out there is feeling alone, depressed, and suicidal, please call the National Prevention Hotline. I'll leave the number up, um, the link. They also have a text uh, a site where you can text instead of actually having a voice conversation in case you're not the type of person that likes to use your voice when you're talking about your emotions and feelings. This way you can try to reach out for help. You can always reach out at 425 to get the Anchor Mobile app, download that, and become interactive with us. Because when you download the Anchor Mobile app, it allows you to have a voice conversation with us and I can actually put it on the air. So if anybody has any comments or anything that they'd like to add about this interview, go ahead and leave it. Even if it's in the past, I'll try to get this gentleman to come back in and answer any questions. And I'm I'm really open to this. I'm really kind of excited because this is something new for 420 Vibes. This is a whole new idea and I told y'all I would be coming with some different things in the future um, and I really feel like there's things that we could all learn from this on all sides from all walks of life on this one um, because you don't fully understand anybody until you understand their perspective and why they became the way that they did and too many people today they just see the person and judge and they never get to even know the person or know why they are the way that they are. They just assume. I think we should bring in a be a uh, Black Lives Matter activist in here next. <laughs> I would actually love to have you and a Black Lives Matter yes. activist here and interview y'all. That would be awesome. If y'all can keep it peaceful. As long as he doesn't disrespect me, my mom, or my associations. And okay, okay. He, ain't get, well, he or she ain't going to get Maybe I'll, I'll work on that one for the future. Maybe one of y'all can come, you know, if there's a Black Lives Matter person that's listening that can be respectful and actually have a debate, a, a real, you know, 
conversation and keep it respectful. Feel free, you know, like I said, get the Anchor Mobile app, download it, hit us up, 420 Vibes. Um, so then, like I said, just y'all do you and stay blunted. Peace. This is 420 Vibes coming at you with a quick, quick reminder. If you, for any reason, are down and depressed and you know suicidal for any reason, please call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255. Again, that's 1-800-273-8255. And in case you don't feel like the telephone type, they have online chat as well. Please check out their website at suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Again, that's suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Please seek help. We love you and we don't want to lose you.